Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello there and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, the fellow with the great hair and beard, Andy Goldstein. I do have a great hair and beard, actually. Got a lot of hair on my face, haven't I? Anyway, enough about the hair. We're going to start the show with, of course, reaction on the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar to Arsenal's game in the Europa League that saw them come back from 2-1 down to get a win. Quite remarkable scenes against the Victoria Gummy Bears. Anyway, this is how you reacted to it on the Sports Bar. Tony's an Arsenal fan, wants Emery out as well. Hello, Tony. All right, Tony. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely no messing around. Get him out the door as soon as possible. There's no way they were going to do it at the tail end of last year because he had a two-year contract with an option. So at the end of this year, he's got to go. Your caller, Shane, earlier on mentioned it. He came in with his dossier and his presentation to to Kroenke and Gazidis that supposedly blew them away. And and then with the media reports in the summer, all you hear in the training ground is press, press. Where did that go? That disappeared. What players has he improved since he's come in? All he's done, he managed to shove Aaron Ramsey out of the way, left him there till he realised he was what he needed, and then made, he ran into the ground until he broke. He's left Ozil out now. The guy's got absolutely no footballing philosophy whatsoever. Damn, there's there's a... nothing at PSG. There's been nothing at Arsenal. 18 months of Klopp, you could see what he was trying to achieve. Mm. With Emery, you can't see any product. You don't know on any given game what he's going to try and do. And all this he does, he's totally, not coaching is... from the touchline. He's just sucking his teeth constantly, looking out there saying, oh, this isn't going the way I wanted it to. If we don't understand what he's saying in press conferences, how do the players know what he's saying in the dressing room? God, I mean, damning verdict there from the Arsenal fans. Are you not... Oh, that's just going I a little didn't bit, think it was this bad. He's going a little bit crazy at the moment. I'm just saying, you know, you won no, tonight. No, no, Listen, really, you won tonight. Really, you, I, I, was, I wanted Emery to have a chance, OK? We, 18 when, months when, you're giving when, him. When Arsenal, when Arsenal, when Arsenal were casting around for a manager, and all the course, you know, everyone was getting excited. Oh, can we have Legri? Can we have Sarri? You know, who would you want to come in? Is it, is it going to be uh, uh, someone coming in from from outside? You know, could it be Simeone? Could he be tempted over? Nobody, literally nobody, was saying anything about Unai Emery. 
he was on nobody's radar anywhere. Well, do you know what I think also, that, though? I think he's not a top flight manager. Yeah, I think I think what what that part of that thinking was that the style of football that he was supposed to go in and play was very similar to Wenger. What you didn't want was a manager coming in like a Simeone. Let's use that as an example, where a manager's t- his philosophy and his style of play is at the t- totally different end of the spectrum to what Wenger and how he played. And I think that they wanted some kind of continuity for the style of play, the squad they had, to move forward with what with what the mm. Wenger had left. That has that was what that was one of the reasons they brought him. Yeah, in. I agree. I agree. Good calls, Tony. Thank you for that. Over now to Ian Abrahams, a.k.a. The Moose, who was alongside the wonderful Troy Deeney. And Troy was saying that a global team needs to walk off the pitch to make a statement. Troy, first of all, I guess the question to ask is what's different about this campaign from Kick It Out and all the other campaigns that we, we see on a regular basis? Um, the fact that you said you see it on a regular basis and that we we feel that we need to do a campaign says, says enough in itself, doesn't it? Um not discrediting any any of the work that Kick It Out or any of the other guys have done. I know they make massive strides to try and make things better in, in terms of equality, but we we feel that um, especially after the after the semi final, for example, there was there was no follow up, there was no um, representation in terms of people coming and speaking to us directly about how that affected us. I'm not just talking about the race, but about we talk about Ben Foster getting death threats and things like this no one no one come and, and ask the question no one um, they said no one followed up on it because it feels to us and, and to many of us that we weren't the big team so Raheem did it spoke out got a massive um, media presence behind it which it deserved Tabby's did it massive media presence behind it Rashford do you know what I mean? like when you go through the bigger boys it gets this whole big push behind it but we did ours in April Nothing. No one heard anything. It was alleged allegations and, and all of this uh, basically downplayed it to, you know, it's just a little Watford, it'll blow over the day. And so we, we really took that upon ourselves to try and, you know, close the circle in terms of uh, the action, in terms of racism or the abuse, whichever way you want to call it, into reporting it, into now seeing um, linking up with Hearts Police and Hate Crime Unit to. You know, to, to, to finish it off and basically show people our results at the end of it. We see yeah. lifetime bans from football. And, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, listen, I, I'm a white guy. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, 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 I get anti-Semitic abuse yeah. sometimes. But, yeah. you know, I, I, some, I can't put myself in your position. Mm-hmm. But what punishments, I mean, lifetime bans, I kind of think a little bit wishy-washy. Because mm-hmm. as we saw last night with Spurs fans at Red Star Belgrade, if a fan wants to get in, a fan will get in. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. I just think there's not a set... So if you take this into a real-life situation, if people are carrying knives now, there's a set rule of five, minimum five years, as they say. You already know. So if you're doing that, you know there's a punishment to come with it. If you're racist, what's the punishment? up and down it depends on who you said it to where you said it was it caught on camera did it get enough media attention all these different things that's what I'm saying we need to put a set individual rule in and that shouldn't be difficult for the powers that be that introduced was it 20 odd new rules to football this this year so you can't put one new rule in that says any hate crime or discrimination will be this as a minimum as a deterrent at least but we haven't done that so there is you know, there's no easy answer. There's no quick fix. 
it is a education and a generational thing that we're going to have to uh, learn to, to put out of society, not just in football. But if we sit around and say that football doesn't have a massive part to play in UK culture, then we're, we're being very naive. So we do all these changes, as I said, to make the game better on the field and in VAR and all of these different things, yet we can't add anything for that. It, it just, yeah, baffles me a little bit. On now to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, and alongside Alan was the former Spurs player Jamie O'Hara. They were having a great debate as to why Alan wears polo tops that are the same colour of his face. No, they weren't, sorry. They were debating whether or not they'd rather play under Pochettino or Lampard. Who would you rather play for? What do you mean? Out of that six, who would you rather play for? Who, who would I want to play for? Yeah, if you, if you suddenly know today you're 21, you've got to move to any one of them. Um, I would have listen I've played for Tottenham as my boyhood club but if I had to choose out of all of them I'd, I'd say Man City because of Guardiola mm. just because I just think he he makes you a better player Klopp as well but um, as I'd, a youngster under Frank no yeah I mean Frank would be no, you fantastic you're talking me into you're talking me into Chelsea you're chopping around too much yeah yeah but that's what I did that's why I always <laughs> that's why I ended up with no club <laughs> So you wouldn't play for Chelsea under Frank? No. no. Uh, if I had to choose out of six top teams, no. I mean, I'd rather play for Poch at Tottenham. 100%. Okay. 100%. Are Chelsea a bigger club than Spurs, right? At Sports Breakfast. Don't look at me like that. At Sports <laughs> Breakfast. Jason Cundy said Tottenham fans would love to be in Chelsea's boots at the moment. Listen, if we had Roman Abramovich come and take over Tottenham, we'd still be dominating. Chelsea are not dominating, are they, anymore? Yeah, but Joe Lewis and, and Daniel have got loads of dough. Yeah, but they've... I mean, you're talking about a billionaire. You yeah, know? Joe Lewis is. Yeah, but they've spent it in different... They haven't spent the money, have they? They've done it. They've built a, a business, you know. That's what Tottenham are, and that's why they get stick. Roman Abramovich pumped loads of money into it, and Chelsea dominated for a few years. Tottenham, if they still had Roman Abramovich as, ma- uh, um, as chairman, mm. we'd still be dominating at the top, and, and uh, top of the table. Got- on now to drive time and of course ginger a by the way i had lots of uh, emails and texts in about the ginger remarks that i uh, made on the last podcast including one from ali and it says i uh, can't believe you are so gingerist i used to go out with a girl who had ginger hair interesting that you used the word used to didn't marry her wasn't good enough ginger anyway this is adrian and goffey talking about frank lampard and chelsea's win against ajax and I think the fact that they kept a clean sheet is what's led me to this question of, is Frank Lampard the real deal? Now, he had the season at Derby where it's debatable how well he did. Should they have gone out? They had a big budget. Oh, had... I think he did brilliant. Well, you, you can't last... say he did badly. I thought he did brilliant. The way, again, give lots of youngsters the confidence to play in different positions, different formations, and he's doing exactly the same at Chelsea as it is at Derby. But what he has got is obviously an higher quality of player. And it was going to be a difficult start for him. I mean, to come back, I mean, like I said, that first game of the season against Manchester United, they were probably the better team, weren't they? Mm. They got battered on... Crumble when they at the goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at the goals. Because well, he kept going for it. Kept going for it. And he would have learnt a lot that day. I said, I, I admired him for the way he kept going because his philosophy. But what he has done with Jordy Morris as well, because let's give him credit on this, they play different formations. He's playing players in different positions who has not got that much experience... And he, what that does to a, to a player in any sport, it gives them so much confidence in their manager, but he believes in them 100%. It's exactly the same as what Klopp does at Liverpool. 
Back now to the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show, who had Simon Brodkin. Now, you may remember Simon. He's the wonderful prankster that was alongside Jeremy Beadle, Henry Kelly, Matthew Kelly, Sarah Kennedy, in, of course, Game... Fr- uh? Oh, no, sorry. He was Jason Bent. No, me neither. Anyway, he was on the Breakfast Show talking about how he pranked the England egg-chasing team. Johnny May, I remember Johnny May. He was a bit dip of form at the moment. I was, I was saying Johnny May's just signed the deal with, uh, with KFC for a new headless chicken burger. Um, I think I, t- <laughs> I was told to lay into all of you, lay really? on, go oh. in hard. What am I going to do? I'm not going to pull out of a tackle. I think I remember telling you to take your mouth guard out uh, did, before, yeah. before an interview. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember you were you were ribbing Dan Cole, and Dan Cole is he's quite a shy shy guy if you don't know him, uh, and he's quite dry. And you were taking the mick out of him, and he was literally just sat there, arms crossed, looking out the window. Just what, were the guy, what were the guys thinking? Who's this guy? They were. Who is he? Because we were. We got on this bus. We didn't know anything about what was That's happening. It. it was just on a bus. Was it? So basically, the squad travelled separately to all the the coaching staff, yeah. and that was like the we team. We were going on a social or something or whatever Yeah, I think you were doing yeah. dropped off in a, somewhere in Twickenham, and, but to a, somewhere to eat out, and they just slept, went, put me on there, and they would just go, do your business, tear the mick out of everyone. There's going to be do, no one on board, the- no coaches, just laying them... I mean, I needed my own personal protection <laughs> that day. There were some angry people there. I think I remember I told Dan Cole, I think I said, unlike footballers, you know, you, you, you're really generous. You keep giving away penalties. Um, and that... <laughs> yeah, I think that was it, actually. Did yeah. you start at the back of the bus and walk your way towards the door? I started at the back, started heading, and then just was... I was, I was pressing the emergency exit at the end. It was... Um, I remember... I can't remember who it was. Drew, you might remember. Just dragged me in, ripped my shirt, squared me eye to eye, and then just went, only joking, mate. I'm like, where's the joke in that bit? Well, <laughs> I'm Adrian Durham, and this is TalkSport Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
Now, a real treat for superhero fans on TalkSport 2 as Spider-Man Paul Parker was on talking about Manchester United in the Europa League. Here's a chance for Williams Ooh. to run inside the penalty. Here he goes down and it's a penalty for Manchester United with three minutes of the first half remaining. Anthony Martial seen as the solution to Manchester United's goal-scoring problems. Steps up here against Stojkovic, the partisan goalkeeper. It's a right-footed shot into the bottom corner. Manchester United lead in Belgrade. It is partisan Belgrade nil. Manchester United won. Yeah, it certainly was a good night for Garner, an even better one for Brandon Williams, yeah. who is mostly Manchester United's best player. I don't have to tell you this, and anyone out there listening, is that Manchester United fans will be calling for those two to start on Sunday. People come out, you know, they might come out, oh, you've got to rest them, they're young. They're young for a reason. Ready for the Premier League, Paul? Yeah, yeah for the Premier League, I would play them. They're, they're young, they're enthusiastic, they've got bundles of energy. What's resting them going to be doing? They're going to want to play in another game off the back of a good performance and a win. So going to Carroll Road is a massive lift for them. It's going to be a full house. Norwich fans are going to be really going for it because they believe they can beat United after beating City. What a great experience it would be for them to jump off the plane and prepare to play to start in the Premier League game against Norwich away from home. Time now to check in for the first time on this podcast with the mid-morning show. And Glenn Johnson was on talking about how Jamie Carragher was right to apologise to Patrice Evra on TV. To be honest, I think I have to agree with Cara. I think the timing of it all was was wrong. And um, and, and as Cara rightly says there, it's not... You, you walk into the dressing room and you're, everyone has their station set out with their kit and obviously... Yeah, there's usually T-shirts there on various occasions supporting charities or, or, or different kinds of stuff. And this day was a specific T-shirt and and there was no sort of meeting or chat about it. It was just like, as you go out for the warm-up, they're sort of handed out. And then, like Kara says, again, if one or two put it on, then everyone has to put it on, so to speak. And as a, the band was so close, then, yeah, I guess the time was wrong. And But but I think in the club's defence, I think they were just trying to support their players and and obviously the, the friend of the, the player. So... Yeah, I think we got it wrong. Um, the ban, obviously, I think was only the day or a couple of days before. So I think it was almost like they reacted too quick. They didn't sort of let the dust settle and try to support him too soon, I think. Back now to the uh, Alan Brazil sports breakfast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just reading this thing. Back now to the Alan Brazil <laughs> breakfast show, where Jamie O'Hara was saying that John Stones is finished at City. And uh, <laughs> did he really honestly said that? Really? Okay said it should join Real Madrid. Incidentally, I don't know if it's in this interview, but it goes on to talk about how Jack Rodwell should have signed for Barcelona and Rocky Santa Cruz should have teamed up with Sylvester Stallone to make a Hollywood blockbuster. Some people say there's a lot of people against John Stones. Why? Because I like him as a player. I really like him. I think he's finished there, Al. Yeah. I, I think he's done. I mean, his two yeah. centre midfield players playing centre-half in front of him. For me, I think he's done. Um, I think... You know, I would look at him and say, why wasn't he go to Real Madrid? You know, they, they've got Sergio Ramos and Rafael, uh, Rafael Varane. Ramos is coming to the end. They're struggling mm-hmm. defensively. They haven't really got anyone else. I think John Stones will fit 
perfect for someone like Real Madrid. And do you know what people say? Well, he makes so many mistakes. Hello, have a look at the Premier every week. Centre halves try to be Beckenbauer, make so many mistakes. Yeah, and I, and I don't agree that he's not a great defender either, or a good defender. I've seen him block loads of stuff. I like Stones. Yeah. I don't understand it. And, and listen, you're seeing a lot more players now go abroad, and I think he would suit that game. You know, Trippier's gone out there doing very well. Stones, I think, will suit a team like Real Madrid and, and be a, a, a world-class player again because he's lost his way at Man City. Yeah. Where would he go if he was to go to another club in England? Where would he go? Arsenal? No, he, no, I don't Why? think he'd go Arsenal. I, I just think he's done uh, he's enough, more than enough you to... Don't think that, you don't think he'd walk in the Arsenal back four? Yeah, I, he would walk in their back four, but I think he's too good for Arsenal. Do you? I think he is, yeah. I mean, he, he, I, I rate John Stones. I really like him. He's had his mistakes. He's had his injuries. But for me, he's still a, a, a player who's potentially a top world-class centre-half. And I, for me, I think he should go to Real Madrid somewhere like if he does leave. Uh, John Stones to Real Madrid, question mark. Right, here's what TalkSports Mark Saggers has said about Stones when he was 21 playing back at Everton. His decision-making absolutely stinks. And that's not because he's a 21-year-old. It's because he hasn't got anybody, as you said, on the training ground or at the moment in the dressing room, telling him when he's... Well, here, got, fella, me... stop reading the headlines right, at the moment Aaron. about Barcelona and Real Madrid. Aaron. And if you're thinking of pressure, son, that's where you'll get real pressure. Uh, John, if you're listening, don't listen to that numpty sagas, John, if you listen. Listen to us. <laughs> uh, we're backing you, pal, definitely. What a stupid thing to say, Sags. Come yeah. on. And Guardiola's as well. He, he's just all he's very attacking minded and he likes turning centre midfielders into centre halves, doesn't he? He's done it with Mascarano and he's doing it now. So I think if he went to Real Madrid or someone like that and had a manager that was would work with him and make him a better player, I, he, you know, he's incredible talent. He shouldn't be wasted. Mm, I agree. And finally, of course, onto the best bits of Andy Osteen's sports bar can be found Monday to Thursday from 10 p.m. on Talksport. Now, a lot of you have emailed in saying, "Why is it only Monday to Thursday, Andy? Why can't we get like reruns of it on Talksport Two or even Talk Radio?" It's a very good question, actually. I'll um, have to speak to the powers that be and find out if it can get repeated because some of the rubbish that's on. Anyway, here are the best bits from that sports bar. Callum, hello. There you go. Hello. I don't know what happened. Hi, Callum. What happened there? Callum. All right. All right, mate. Yeah, off you go, pal. Just something interesting I found out today. I didn't realise that uh, you put it, put the jelly in a pork pie after you do the crust. Okay, so, so I, I had a pork pie today. Was actually. there jelly in it? There was jelly in it. There right. was. Yeah, but it goes in after the the, uh, the crust. I went to my, I went to um, I just went to my local butcher's today and yeah. and. Uh, I don't know even why I asked the question, actually, but he just told me that's, that's how it works. Well, and the, the question so, for me is, why do they put jelly in there? Why do you need it? I mean, I spat my bit out. Well, I did ask. I did ask that. Didn't ask. Is there a machine that puts the jelly in? No, how, how, how did you get it in? I, oh, you I, did ask? I, I asked him, yeah. yeah what's the answer? He said that um, it, it's like a... Uh, it, like, prevents it from going stale too early. So if you... Uh, oh. You basically squeeze the jelly in and actually... When I look at my pork pie when I came away, there was a little uh, hole at the top, so it made sense. Jelly hole. And actually, inject yeah. uh, it in. Yeah, you, you, they, they use like a squidgy thing, like oh. uh, you, like you're, you're filling a donut. And I, just for you, it was a bit weird. Okay, that's good. Would I you like to get pickled in? Yeah. Which, I mean, would you like to inject the jelly in a pie? Would you? Does uh, um, a job? Would you like to do, do that, like, Callum? Yeah, depends the pie. Injecting, Sorry? injecting jelly into a pie. I mean. Yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, what I mean, jelly should only be used next to ice cream, shouldn't it, or in a trifle? 
Uh, don't, put next door, don't put it in a pork pie. Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Just time to remind you a couple of things. One is that there's live commentary on TalkSport on Saturday during game day. Game day. When Manchester City take on Aston Villa, that one's half past 12. All live, all uninterrupted, apart from the bits that are interrupted on TalkSport. And the other thing to remind you, of course, is that I will be back on Sunday night from 9pm. Yep, I work Sundays as well. I'm not happy about it, but what can you do? For the Andy Goldstein Trans-Europe Express. It is, without doubt, one of the best shows on TalkSport. Not the best. That would be Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday Thursday from 10pm. Anyway, that's it. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your next-door neighbours. Tell people you don't even know. Just go up to random people, like, you know, if you're going through the drive-thru at Burger King, and uh, they go, can I help you, sir? And you go, yeah, can I have a Big Mac? And they go, sorry? And you go, a Big Mac? And they go, sorry, I can't eat. And you go, oh, just forget it. When you get to that point, go, just forget it, but listen to the podcast, Talk Sport Daily, Andy Goldstein. And they go, what? And you go, just, and walk away. And then you go to, like, McDonald's, and the same thing happens again. Anyway, I digress. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. A couple of things I want to tell you about. Firstly, one, we understand here at TalkSport, Jack Rodwell is to undergo a medical head of a move to Roma after leaving Blackburn earlier this year. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.